Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from thenextreel.com. And I'm Pete Wright, also from The Next Reel. We're looking at John Favreau's 2008 film Iron Man, back where it all began. On today's show, the minute starts with Tony and Pepper disagreeing about how their dancing looked to other people and ends with Christine Everhart saying she's surprised to see Tony at the party. I need you to give me a little bit of a recap, Andy, because it's my understanding that you were not keen on some of Pepper's scripted elements immediately before this sequence, because we're picking this up with her like in process. She's in mid-sentence. She's right. She is uh, in mid-sentence of this. uh, They're having this little moment out under the stars together. And yes. yes, it was a rather lengthy, just a bit that she was scripted. And uh, I'm really glad that they opted to not go that route. Okay, I I agree with that. And I, and I actually think she did it. I, I think her discomfort is portrayed well in this minute. I yes. think she's naturally like goofy and she's she is great. I think Paltrow is great at this this kind of moment in particular. This is a, a such a fantastic like rom-com moment, you know, like this is the the awkward discomfort of the rom-com. And I I adore it. It is a very cute moment, the way that she's reacting, the way that uh, he's playing off of her. All of it works really nicely. And I, I like the moment uh, as we get it here. I think that the, the the scripted moment with her just kind of going on and on, like the whole thing with the, you know, the, I never wanted a big wedding. And oh, yeah. Not like wedding. No, not like that. Yeah, I'm just right. saying, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, you it know just, what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Clark Griswold in the lingerie section of the mall <laughs> in National Lampoon's. <laughs> Uh, hooter hotter uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's what this that whole scripted bit reminds me of maybe uh chevy chase could pull it off but it, it wasn't good for this film not good for this film not good for this moment it would have been a little much also right. i think it's interesting and this is certainly an interesting story point we have here the the story as we see it in the film is they have this moment and then the music kicks in. This is, it's just a little clip of Ramin Jawadi's music track, Extra Dry, Extra Olives, that starts to play here as this moment happens. And Pepper is drawn to Tony. He's kind of, he stops and he's drawn to her, although he doesn't move much. And she kind of leans in. She kind of puts her arm on him and pulls herself toward him like she's going to give him a kiss before the music fades out. She's pulled out of the moment, and that's yeah. when she asks for the drink. They never quite kiss. But in the script, after she's doing this whole long kind of ramble, it says, he plants one on her. She gets quiet. <laughs> they both do. Then, can I, Tony, can I get you another glass of wine? I... <sighs> yeah, you think about this as a screenwriter. The, yeah. Like, what motivates you to make this change? For me... I think that they, I don't know if it came on set in conversations with the actors or what, but I feel that if if Tony had given Pepper a kiss here, it would have felt like any of the other conquests that he's had throughout the story and previously to the story. We We have a sense of who Tony is and how he is with women. And I think if he just planted one on her, it would have just felt like Pepper was the next conquest. Right. And I think it would have taken a lot out of their relationship. And that would have hurt. I think the yeah. fact that she's the one who kind of pulls in, he doesn't really even make a move. He just kind of stands there 
obviously attracted to her still, but not like grabbing on and, and pulling himself forward. I think that allows the moment to be hers, and I think that uh, gives us what we need to um, let it be an actual romantic attraction between the two of them. I I think so, too. And uh, two points on that. First, the scene in the script continues, right? After the the glass of wine, we get a callback to a reference to a cheeseburger, right? She says, give me the martini soon. He says, okay, he leaves. And then she calls him and says, and Tony, he stops, and she continues, I'm not a cheeseburger. He smiles. No, you're not a cheeseburger. Then he goes. So this is a callback to another reference we have from earlier in the movie. Uh, but what we have with that callback is essentially using these lines to explain what them not kissing actually portrays through performance. And I think that's a really, that's a much better choice, right? Um, them pulling away from the kiss draws out this potential the potential of the relationship and there's something in here that makes me think that better angels stepped in like even on set i have this image of them saying you know this is iron man and we may want to do more movies than this and this may be a relationship that we should draw out and and leave pending uh for for dramatic purposes longer and i i I think that's a just a really smart choice not to give us the that 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 resolution in iron man one that would feel like a waste i I think absolutely i think the way that they play the relationship the way that they give her the authority i mean even in the script he is the one who says can i get you another glass of wine here she's the one who says "I, i need a drink and the way that all of that works. It gives so much more authority to her. And it just it makes this relationship so much stronger by having it coming from her in all of these moments. I think it's it's you're right. It's it's so much smarter that they went this way than the way that it was scripted. And you know what? He the the script I I just I really don't like the way it's written. He plants one on her. Oh, to your point about giving her agency, that is so gross and dated yeah. and uh that he plants one on her and she gets quiet, which is he plants one on her to shut her up, right? Yeah. Like that's really what the the beat is in the in the script and I find that uh it's just gross. And I maybe I, I don't know, would I it's only been <laughs> 10 years? Maybe I'm uh, maybe I would have felt different 10 years ago. I don't know. Maybe, have we changed so much? It just feels it feels gross. It does. It does. Something else that I think is worth thinking about. Pepper has been around Tony for quite a long time and I find it really interesting that she actually is uh, attracted to him and drawn to him, knowing all of his conquests. I I, I don't know. I, I'm torn if it's something that I'm really struggling with or not, because I I kind of find it gross. Like, you know, he's he's the he's the slut of the house and yeah. and, you know, but she's still drawn to him. And I'm like, eh, really, Pepper, that's what you're going for but uh, i don't know i I struggle with that because i i feel like it to me i guess it ends up working because of the change we've been seeing him go through Mm -hmm. and i don't know if that's completely fair to just give it to him because of that but i feel like i still do okay yeah i mean i can i can see that yeah even Uh, though he's just the 
biggest slut. He's, I, I just, I got hung up on you calling him the slut of the house. And I find that <laughs> for some reason, when you say it about uh, Tony, it's, uh, it's a weird sort of compliment. Like, how is that, that that's char- that's a charming way to refer to our really disgusting protagonist. Ah, this is Pepper. She runs the house. And here's Tony. He's the slut. <laughs> the house slut. He's like a fixture. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so that that's what we get. We get this moment where she calls away, and that makes me wonder to you, Andy. Well, first, he walks away and leaves and obviously doesn't have that scripted moment when he stops for her. And she just keeps talking about the olives, lots of olives, uh, and as soon as possible, right? Which is a funny beat because, like, I have a hard time imagining that he is still even in proximity of hearing her. Right. He's just gone. He left and she's still talking about her order and he left. So, um, yeah, it I, is interesting that we don't get a cut, cut away of him standing there listening or anything. Yeah. Or at least stopping at the door and listening to her. She's just still talking. And then the next cut is he's at the bar and he's ordering what she wants with one too few olives. How do you, uh, how do you prefer your martini? Are you a martini drinker? I am a gin martini man. Oh, not, not a vodka martini man. I, uh, I love them. It's my drink of choice. If uh, if I'm is it is it really? If I'm drinking a something that's not uh, beer or wine, then it's either a gin and tonic or a, a martini. Okay. Uh, and how do you order your uh, gin martini? I do like extra olives. Uh, dirty martinis are great. Okay. All right. You like it briny? <laughs> I do. I do like the briny. Do you like it wet or dry? I uh and I'm saying all these words as if I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't I can't stand martinis. Uh, Wet, dry, dirty, clean. I can't stand them. They're too that's just too much for me. If if a drink doesn't taste like straight up candy, I'm not into it. So uh <laughs> I know I know that's like I, I need more. It's gotta have like cherries in it, maybe an umbrella, and that's all me. So yeah, dry like or all wet, that poofy stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so you like you would prefer like a chocolate martini or or like one of those martinis that has all that stuff, or do you not even like that? You want to have like a Kahlua and cream? No, I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you what it is. I'm going to out my, myself for just <laughs> terrible taste in drinks. It, I have uh, when I go out to a fancy place, I order an amaretto sour. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh, I do. It's like and a college it, it, drink. Sure. It's a it's a college. <laughs> I never grew up. <laughs> Jeez. I never grew up. And uh, yeah, and so I'll I'll do that. Or, or you know, occasionally I, I might fancy a uh, lemon drop. I'm not afraid to say it. Wow. Yeah, I know. I don't like, there's some company that I won't drink that in. Some, sometimes you just need a, <laughs> sometimes you just need to order an IPA. But I'm just telling you, like, I, I need the, the, the sweet drinks. Right, so, right. Uh, are you, uh, are you wet, dry, perfect on your martini? I don't know. Uh, I don't think I care too much, but I, I, I think I, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I usually use a dry vermouth with mine. So I guess I would say I'm a dry vermouth. I mean, a dry martini. Okay, so man. it's dry martini, so less yeah. vermouth. No, it's dry, it's a dry vermouth. I mean, because it's it, there's a sweet vermouth. Oh, there's two different vermouths, and uh, I usually use the dry vermouth with mine. So I'm assuming that would make it a dry one. I, I don't know uh, what a wet, a wet one would be more of the sweet my, vermouth. Well, my understanding was that a, a perfect martini was equal amounts vermouth and gin. A dry martini was less vermouth, more gin. 
and a wet martini was more vermouth, less gin. And then dirty is just related to changing the 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 color of the martini with an extra shot of like olive juice or, or yeah, right, some, right. some briny thing. Yeah. Right. So I did not know that there were different vermouths. There are, uh, yes. And apparently Tony doesn't care. Uh, no, yeah, but he does want it dirty. He wants it dirty. Yeah. He does want it dirty. Yeah. Or maybe he's ordering it dirty for her. No, because I, I don't think you're going to do a dirty martini with uh, when it's extra dry. I, I, I wouldn't think so. But maybe because Man, he does I want extra olive. so out of school uh, when we're talking this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I... I just, I don't know what it is about the way that she throws her drink order out at him, yeah. but I think it's super cute. And I, I think it's just Gwyneth Paltrow. She's just adorable the way that she kind of does that and she kind oh, of yeah. like fixes her hair while she does it. I don't know. She's just adorable. I know she hated this wig, but I, I don't even, I, it doesn't even look like a wig to me. I think it looks great. It doesn't look like a wig at all. What is that all about? I didn't even know it was a wig. Have we talked about that before? I don't think so. Maybe. Well, I don't, I think it's, I think it's great. There's been a lot of minutes we've talked about, Pete. <laughs> oh, dear. What are we, what are we doing? I didn't even know that was a wig. That's, is that ter- I, I guess I should assume all of them are wearing wigs when they have different hairstyles. I just assumed that she <laughs> grew her hair out like this. I think it's adorable. This is a great look for her. I think she and John Favreau are both wearing okay. wigs in this film. Well, I think it's, uh, I think it's great. It's a good look. And then we get to see the wonderful Leslie Bibb again, briefly. It is. This is great. She she comes back here and uh, it's, I, there's something that's really just wonderful about the way that Tony, well, one, he drops a tip into the tip jar. Uh, I think, keep an eye on that because we're going to bring that okay. back up in a later minute. But I love the way he he glances around the room. He sees her uh, across the dance floor. He instantly turns. He makes a funny little noise. You know, there's this funny little noise. He does a double take and he sees her coming. And, and just his look on his face, I think, is just classic. <laughs> it's such a great look. Uh, it's exactly, you know, the person yeah. that he didn't want to see here. And it works. It works so nicely. Well, and I love that a little bit of a cliffhanger. We don't actually know why he doesn't want to see her and he just knows that he doesn't want to see her and in the next minute we may find out that that there are many reasons he doesn't want to see her it's very very complex tapestry of reasons not to want to see this woman yes yeah so well i mean we've we've seen their interaction earlier and obviously he didn't see her to the door so yeah that's right that's right there's that may be one reason that may be yes he's 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 the player that may be one Uh, the other maybe she's a reporter and he doesn't want to deal with reporters there's lots of stuff there's lots of stuff yeah Yeah. it's good good times good times with uh christine everhart yes we don't get much of her but this that is the end of the minute right as she gets up here and she's she's perfectly charming at the end of this minute she is happy and she has a smile on her face yeah. And, and I love how she just kind of she walks over. She she it's it's not quite like beelines to him. It's kind of a it's kind of a focused saunter, I guess I would say that she has as she kind of walks over to him. And I love how she kind of just, you know, taps that that uh, the top of that bar as she yeah. pops around the corner. Owns it. Fancy meeting you here. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, she's great. She's great. 
There is something I did want to, want to talk about. We have a really fantastic pair of extras next to Tony who come up as he uh, he comes up to the bar and we've got this uh, this redhead who comes over to to put in a drink order with the man that she's with. She kind of glances over it at Tony and I love the 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 look <laughs> kind of the smile that she gives to him. It's almost the like I can't believe I'm I'm acting and I'm this close to Robert Downey Jr. But I think it works because it also can be, I can't believe I'm in the same room as Tony Tony Stark. Stark. I know, it's perfect. It works so nicely. Um, But then she looks into the lens and she does it like three times. She does it right after she looks at him and then she does it in the middle of her order. And then she does it right toward the end. She glances at the lens one last time. (laughs) We're in second 56. You know, there's there's something really great about it too because you could, you sort of like, uh, it becomes headcanon that she is here. uh, You know, she sees Robert Downey Jr. She wants it. and, And then her excuse for acting the way she does is that she just really deeply wants to introduce the other man that she's with to this bartender. And they end up yeah. having a wildly sincere exchange behind Tony. <laughs> they really need to go, oh, I've been waiting to introduce you, bartender, to my man friend right. for a long time. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> I think that's just it's, awesome. Well, and, and what's great about that is that wonderful, that walla. ADR that we have. Yes. You know, that if you if you turn turn it up and you really listen to it, it's it just it doesn't quite fit the lips, but it just it just is great. All right. How are you? <laughs> and just you can hear the person who's doing the walla trying to like read the lips and go, okay, I think this is what I'll say. <sighs> just makes but me then laugh. how do you it's make that choice? Delight. Like, what is it? How do how am I possibly gonna put a voice to this woman who has an unnatural affinity for a bartender? Just order the drink and move <laughs> away from the bar. <laughs> Uh, maybe it's her brother. Yeah, maybe right. the bartender's it's her brother. That's right. Oh, that's good. That's I mean, he's yeah. maybe how she got into the bar or into the party. Yeah. Right. Right. She snuck right. in through the right, catering. Right, right. Oh, this is better. We've just improved <laughs> the movie. You're welcome, Favreau. Uh, it's it is just a it's a wonderful little bit here. It <laughs> just makes me laugh. Um, uh, let's see. I don't know if I have anything else with this minute. Uh, we have more. I have some more Leslie Bibb stuff, but we're going to have oh, more yeah. of her tomorrow. No, so we got to save, like that, for, save that. that for tomorrow's Bibb. Yeah. The Bibb minute. More, more Bibb. More Bibb. All right. Yes. Let's indeed. wrap it up. Well, thanks everybody uh, for tuning in. That's it for today. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show for free at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the next reel. And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at patreon.com slash the next reel. Until next time, true believers. Bye.